everyone, and welcome back to Fit Chicks and Hormones Podcast. I'm happy to be here with you today. It's taken me a while to get back to getting another podcast episode done. Um, my life's been a little bit busy, and ironically enough, I haven't been getting great sleep, and that's what this podcast is all about. And as you know, when you are not able to get good sleep, it really wreaks a havoc on your entire life. Um, so not able to focus, not able to really like think very clearly. And I knew I wouldn't be able to give it a hundred percent if I was here. So I've just been putting it off. So anyways, today I want to talk about focusing on your sleep because I find that that is the number one thing that my clients are struggling, struggling with. Um, and I remember those days, like there was a point in my life when I was only sleeping like three to five hours per night for weeks on end and it completely trashed me. It was, it was exhausting. It was awful. It had tanked my adrenals. I could barely get by, but I kept going on because I had a business to run and people were relying on me. So I kept pushing through, but I remember those days of struggling to either fall asleep or stay asleep, you know, waking up in the middle of the night, um, and being awake for two or three hours, just your mind racing about all the things that need to be done or stressing about all the, all the things that are going on in your life or laying down, you're exhausted. You lay down, close your eyes and you can't fall asleep. I remember, I remember those days thinking, just praying to God, please let me get to sleep because I have so much I need to get done the following day. And it happened over and over and over again. So my goal is to help you not have to go through that. Um, and usually if you were struggling with sleeps, it has to do somehow with your hormones, like your melatonin levels, your cortisol levels. It could even be your estrogen or your progesterone levels. There are so many factors that can lead to poor quality health. And what I find is that a lot of us will go through stages. Like, you know, I've been, I was getting really good sleep. I haven't used any sleep aids. I was sleeping soundly. I would fall asleep, sleep through the whole night, wake up, not having to take anything, um, and it had been a very long time that, that I was able to do that. I was even dreaming. And I don't remember the last time I was dreaming. Um, but I was just doing that. And then just recently, the last couple of weeks, I'm finding I'm struggling to um, fall asleep. And then now, the last couple of days, it's been I'm waking up and not being able to fall back to sleep. So we all go through the stages. It's there. It changes from time to time. It's just a matter of what can we do to try and get the best good quality sleep the majority of the time. And when you get into these stages, you know, of not getting good sleep, what can you do? What can you, what things can you add into your life that will help you to get good sleep? And as I mentioned before, we know if you're not getting good sleep, it's going to affect so many other things in your life, your moods, your cravings, your ability to handle stress. It just makes life that much harder. So. What I'm going to go through is just a quick little checklist for you to go through to see if there's anything you can change or focus on to make sure your sleep becomes a priority and you are getting good quality sleep. So what I always tell everybody is you need to have a good sleep routine. Okay, so having a sleep routine is going to automatically put your body into a rhythm of knowing it's time to calm down, it's time to fall asleep, right? Okay, and I'm going to just back pedal just here a little bit. So when I talk about good quality sleep, that means getting seven to nine hours of good quality sleep. And good quality sleep means you are falling asleep within 30 minutes. So sometimes it's, it's normal for us to take about 30 minutes to fall asleep. But falling asleep within those first 30 minutes, 
you're limited waking up during the night, and if you do wake up, you're able to fall back to sleep. So that's what good quality sleep means, is it's okay to wake up a little bit, but as long as you're able to fall back to sleep, and you're getting at least seven to nine hours of sleep. I usually average about eight, and I feel great on eight when I get below that. Sometimes it's six. I don't feel my best, but I'm still able to get through the day. So that's what, I talk, that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about good quality sleep. All right, so now let's get back to that sleep routine that I was talking about. So this is my routine that I want you to do, okay? <clears throat> so you're starting with this routine. You want to be in bed with the lights out by 10.30 p.m. and no later. So what you need to do is plan ahead for that. And the reason I want you to be in bed by that time is because there are certain, our circadian rhythm, our bodies are trying to heal as we're sleeping and there's certain parts of your body that are healing at certain parts of the night. And if you're not getting to sleep before those parts are supposed to be healing or recovering, they're not going to recover. Okay. So getting to sleep with the lights out, 1030, no later. Like I said, you need to plan ahead. So what time do you need to get up in the morning? And you're going to take that time and count back eight to nine hours and that is when you need to be in bed with the lights out. So figuring out what time you have to get up, count back eight to nine hours, because if you count back eight to nine hours, you're gonna at least get seven to nine hours of sleep, right? And then that's the time that you need to have the lights off. So maybe it's even earlier than 10.30. For myself, I have to have lights out. Not necessarily have to, but I choose to have the, my lights out at nine o'clock because I have to get up some mornings at four, 15 some mornings at 6 and I want to make sure that I'm getting good sleep and I know everybody's like oh I got so much to do I got to stay up late that's fine you can do that but it's going to affect your moods it's going to affect your focus it's going to affect so many things down the path and I understand sometimes that's just going to, it's just going to happen but if you can avoid it as often as possible you are going to sleep so much better so the next thing is no electronics one to two hours before bed. And if you do, make sure you have blue blocking, like a blue blocking app on your phone. All of them have them. You can find them, um, search your Play Store, whatever it is, um, and an app. Or you can turn down the brightness on your phone, but you should have a blue blocking app that comes automatically on on your phone. Or you should be wearing blue blocking glasses. If you're watching TV, wearing blue blocking glasses, if you're on your iPad or your iPhone or whatever it is, you should be having some type of um, blue blocking glasses along with the app as well. Um, get, you can get a pair of these for less than $20 on Amazon. I just got a pair myself and I actually have a couple pair. Now I just got a, cup, a pair of reading blue blocking glasses because sometimes I want to read at night and I want to be able to see too. So. It's that lovely age stage that I'm going through. And what you want to do is put them on as soon as the sun starts to go down. Because what that's going to do is it's going to help your melatonin levels start to flip on. So they're going to tell you, yes, it's time to start calm, calming down the system because I need to be going to sleep soon. Also, another thing, you want to start turning down the lights. So you don't want all the bright lights. The lights in our house right now are so bright, especially if we have them all on. So we only turn one light on and I also have a bunch of Himalayan salt lamps around the house and sometimes that's the only light that we use because it's a calming light, it's not super bright, it's not going to 
<laughs> excuse me, affect my melatonin levels. So that is something that you could do as well. Turn down as many lights as possible as you can um, to, again, start that circadian rhythm that your body's supposed to be going into. All right, so next, if you struggle to fall asleep, give yourself time to unwind before the lights are out. So what I mean by that is, again, you're counting back what time you need to. So for me, I have, like I said, my lights are out at 9. So I'm starting to get ready for bed about 8 o'clock because I like to do reading about 45 minutes, 30, 30 minutes before I turn the lights off. That helps me to kind <clears> of <throat> shut out all the stuff in my brain and just focus on reading. Um, so a really good tip. Give yourself time to unwind, especially if you can't fall asleep. Because if you're going 100 miles an hour and you're doing all these things and you're working on your computer and then you expect yourself to drop into bed and go to sleep, it's not going to happen. I can guarantee you it's not going to happen. So you have to find that time in between doing all the busy stuff and closing your eyes and going to sleep. So read a book, do some journaling, maybe some gratitude stuff, write out a to-do list to maybe free your brain. So maybe it's like, oh, I got to do all these things tomorrow. Write them out so that if you do wake up in the middle of the night, they're not constantly running through your head. Listen to some calming music. I know there's like binaural beats. I think that's how you say it. Um, brain waves, tons of these on YouTube and they are free, like totally free. You can listen to them. I've done that before, put headphones in and listened as I'm reading my book. Um, they just help to calm down the system, calm down the brain, and it's a really good way to help fall asleep. I've even kept my headphones in and fallen asleep with them when I was really struggling with sleep. I know there's like lots of apps you can put on your phone, so the Calm app or something similar like that. Um, I like YouTube again because it's free. I don't have to pay for anything, but if you want to pay for an app or find something, there's tons of free apps on your phone, I'm sure you can find, but find something that's gonna help calm your brain down. Not stimulate it, but calm it down because it's been stimulated and going 100 miles an hour all day long, you need to calm it down. And then it's lights out, okay? Lights out, and again, if you still are one to struggle falling asleep, this is what I want you to do. You're just gonna lay there, however you're comfortable, and you're gonna take five to eight nice deep breaths. You're gonna take an inhale for four counts. One, two, three, four, hold, and then out for eight counts. And then as you're doing that, think about all your body parts. Are they relaxed? Where do you feel tension? Do you feel tension in your head? Do you feel tension in your eyes? Do you feel tension in your um, back? Try to relax that as you're exhaling. You want to relax the entire body because if you're holding things tight, I sometimes I find, oh, wow, I'm holding my shoulder all tight. So I'll drop it and release it as I'm doing these breaths. And sometimes I'll even like take a nice big inhale and tighten up my entire body, everything. I'll think my feet, my ankles, my calves, all the way up to my head, my face. Hold as long as I possibly can and then exhale as long as I can and let every single thing relax. This has helped me fall asleep in the middle of the night so many times. So that's just something that you can do. It also kind of, if your mind is racing and going 100 miles an hour, it's going to kind of put your focus on something else. So try this deep breathing. If you're tr having trouble falling asleep or if you wake up in the middle of the night and you are unable to fall back to sleep. Those are so simple. They're free. They're easy things that you can focus on to help you get, to get good sleep. But let's say you've done all those things 
and nothing is working. Remember, you have to be patient because if you have been struggling with sleep for a while, it's not going to work overnight. Your body is used to doing what it's been doing. You need to make it more of a routine. You need to put it into your routine every single day. Try it for an entire week, okay? By the end of the week, things should start to get better. You should start to feel better. You should be getting better sleep. But if it doesn't get better, here are some more things that I like to add. I always like to go natural first, whatever's the easiest. Those are all easy and natural. You can just, everybody has that stuff at home other than the blue blocking glasses. But like I said, they're very inexpensive on Amazon if you want to get some. But then this is where we start adding in supplements or um, natural aids, things like that. And that's what I'm going to talk about next. So first off, every woman should be taking magnesium glycinate. Every single woman. And you, it's good for sleep, it's good for stress, calming, and it's good for body aches. And if you are taking it, or if you're not, you want to take it an hour before bed because it's going to help calm down your system as well so that you get good sleep. I take this every single night. And you should be taking about, I would say anywhere between three to 500 milligrams. You kind of got to see what works for you. Um, obviously, if we know, if you all know about magazine or magazine, magnesium, if you take too much, you're going to kind of be running to the bathroom. So obviously you don't want to take too much. This one should not affect that as much, but it will help you become more regular as well, along with helping you sleep. So again, magnesium glycinate, you can find that anywhere. Take it an hour before bed. <clears throat> and if you have trouble falling asleep, I like to use what's called Calm Sporte. It's a really good natural alternative. Um, it's little tiny pills, and you can take one to two of them an hour before bed as well. Those kind of help to calm down my brain if I know that I'm, you know, maybe not feeling as tired before I go to uh, before I go to bed. So I will take those. Again, you can find those anywhere as well. A really really good natural alternative. I don't like to take things that are going to affect your hormones already. So these two are really good options to start with. There's also another supplement that's called Luna. And I find this on Amazon. It does have melatonin, L-theanine, lemon balm, chamomile, valerian, GABA, and a few other things that I've used in the past when I'm really struggling to get back into a good sleep pattern. I don't take these all the time because, again, you want your body to naturally sleep on its own. But if you're struggling and you've really been struggling for a long time, and sometimes it's our own fault because we get in our heads and we're like, oh, my, I'm not sleeping. I can't sleep. And it just gets worse and worse. But if you're in that, that um, pattern of not being able to sleep, try this. It's called Luna. And you can find it on Amazon. There are other ones, but you want them to be all natural. All these things that are in this are natural. And I will take that for a week or so until my body just naturally does it on its own. <coughs> Excuse me. Again, it's another, it's something else that you don't want to take all the time because you want your body to naturally do what it's supposed to do. Next, some other options I like to use are essential oils. I'm a huge essential oil lover. I use them every day, all day for so many different things, but I especially love them for sleep. I have recommended these to so many of my clients along with my family members to help them get to sleep as well. And it's a very good natural alternative and they last forever, especially if you're only using them when you need to go to sleep. 
So some of the ones that I recommend that I, you know, some things may work for you and some may not. And you just have, the thing is, you're just going to have to try and see. These are the things that I recommend to people because they work for me. And I have found that they have worked for other of my clients. Serenity, Lavender, Vetiver, and Adaptive. These are all from doTERRA and they are my go-tos. I will take Serenity and rub it on the bottoms of my feet, on the inside of my wrists. I will use Lavender from time to time. I like Serenity best because it does have Lavender in it. Um, I use Vetiver when my brain becomes too stimulated. I will use that on my wrists and on the bottoms of my feet. That is another one that I will use if I wake up in the middle of the night and I start thinking. I'm like, I'm going to rub this on real quick, take some nice inhales. It helps me fall back to sleep. And Adaptive is another one that's just, it's a really calming oil. I like it. I, when I'm getting ready for bed, I'll just rub it on my wrist and inhale it, put it on the back of my neck. Really good one for calming. And you can use any of these throughout the day as well if you're feeling high stress or whatever. And that could help you sleep in the end also. Another one that helps not only with sleep, but is really good for hot flashes is called Clary Calm or Clary Sage. So Clary Calm is a mixture of oils and Clary Sage is just Clary Sage, but they are both really good for hormone balancing. Um, and I have a client that said she it helped with her hot flashes and I have used it from time to time to help with my sleep. I've heard many other clients say they've used this one for hot flashes and for sleep. So that is a great alternative. Those two are a great alternative as well. That's Clary Calm and Clary Sage. And you can either put them on the back of your neck, on the back of your neck, um, sorry, on the back of your neck, on the back, on your lower back, across your abdomen. I've even had clients tell me they help with cramps. So really good options for if you have a bunch of hormonal stuff going on, especially PMS, um, not being able to sleep, mood swings, things like that. Those two could be a good option. And if you have any questions about these, you can also reach out to me on social media or in my free Facebook community and ask questions about these if you're unsure. Um, if you're waking up in the middle of the night, like I said, I mentioned Vetiver is the one that I really like to use or GABA. Our bodies produce GABA, but sometimes that be, it's, an, it's a neurotransmitter and sometimes that can be thrown off. Um, so if you take regular GABA, that can help with sleep. But I find that GABA, if you take too much, can also make you drowsy. And I do not like that. But if you want to try GABA, you want to make sure you get a really low dosage and you start with a little amount and add as you go to find the right amount that's going to help you sleep well, but not make you drowsy the next day because that's just going to turn our whole day into a mess as well. All right, so keep in mind, hopefully these things helped you and these are some ideas that maybe you haven't tried. And if you do try them, I would love for you to come back and let me know how it's working for you and what you did because I want to, I, it's kind of good for me to see if these things are working for everybody, what kind of things are, work better for some. Um, but I want you to keep in mind that you will most likely not have great sleep every single day, all the time. That's just not how it works. We have a lot going on in our life. There's stress. There's, there's just life. It gets in the way and sometimes, and hormones, hormones and the stress. I mean, it's all interconnected and it's just not going to happen. So what you need to do is just not let it stress you out. I find that sometimes if I'm not sleeping well and I overthink it so much, it causes my sleep to be worse. So I really try to focus on having a positive mindset, 
I'm going to get good sleep. I'm going to fall asleep. I'm going to feel good. All the things instead of getting myself overworked about not sleeping. But if you establish some of these protocols that I talked about, when things start to get a little crazy or get a little wonky, your sleep starts to get off, you can keep from going without good sleep for months and keep it to just a few weeks or a few days. Again, getting back into that sleep routine. I talk to all of my clients, establish a sleep routine. It is so, so, so important. It is the one thing that is going to help you in everyday life. Um, so hopefully these things are going to help. Hopefully you will give them a try. And if you have any questions about anything, please let me know. I would love to hear your feedback. And here is to you ladies getting good night's sleep and healing those hormones, having a fabulous, amazing energy full day. And if you haven't yet, make sure you join my free hormone health for women community on Facebook. It's where I talk about all things hormone related. I run free challenges every month to help you learn more about how to heal your hormones naturally. All kinds of stuff goes in there. So I'd love to have you join us. I will post that in the show notes if you want to join um, that community. I'd love to see you in there. I'd love to help support you in there. And thanks again for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you in the next podcast.